much unlike in Nebraska, to clash with the Cornhuskers in their annual rivalry game. And this was the final game of the bruising and battering Big Ten West for each team. The Cornhuskers hope to hoist the Heroes Game trophy for the second time in a row and achieve bowl eligibility for the first time since 2016. However, the Hawkeyes held the upper hand in their past five meetings 4-1. to one. After a few follies in the first quarter, including an, a Husker hand hindering a Hawks field goal flight, the Fighting Ferences found their way down the field and found a touchdown after a deke sneak from the one-yard line giving Iowa a 7-0 lead. Much to the chagrin of the underbetters who hoped the point total would stay below the teensy 24-point total. On the next drive, the Huskers mishandled the football and the Hawks' dominant defense hopped on the oblong oval. The Hawkeyes then converted a kick for three and took a commanding 10-0 lead. The Huskers' hopes had dwindled, but then a third down Purdy pass pierced the Iowa defense for 66 yards and a touchdown taking the total of the team and a 10-7 Hawkeyes lead. The Hawkeyes then methodically moved the moleskin into field goal range, but again, another Husker hand hit the pointy pigskin, blocking the field goal chance. After halftime, Nebraska notched a field goal to knock the scoreboard at 10s midway through the third quarter. On the next few drives, a plethora of punts pounded the playing surface, much to the delight of some in the crowd, closed with the word punts plastered across their chest. Nebraska then dashed and darted into field goal range with five minutes left and attempted the field goal, but the football fluttered wide left, leaving the two teams tied at 10. Both teams tried to push the pigskin past each other's determined defenses, but neither could move much. As we approached the final minute, the two teams remained tied, and the Hawkeyes attempted to advance for the game-winning score. With 31 seconds left, a Deacon Hill heave was intercepted by the Huskers, but a holding penalty after the interception pushed the ball back to the Huskers' 45-yard line. The super sophomore Purdy picked up three yards on first down, but on second down, a sneak defensive end was sent in coverage and plucked the peanut out of the air for an Iowa interception. The Hawkeyes now had it in Husker territory with 15 seconds left on the clock. The hard-nosed Hawkeyes running back LaShawn Williams cut through the Corn Huskers for a 22-yard run and put them in prime position for the win. In a momentous moment, Iowa sent on their backup kicker Marshall Meter for his first ever kick for the Hawkeyes, a 38-yarder for the win. Marshall muscled up and mashed the moleskin straight through the uprights for the Hawkeyes' victory and the Huskers' hopes of a bowl game were dashed in the dying seconds. Iowa 13, Nebraska 10. Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Quinny Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of November 26, 2023. We have dad tired. We've got sick kid tired. We have sick and in-law tired. We have driving tired. But you guys don't give a fuck about that. So we're going to bring energy to this game. <laughs> right, guys? Right. Ooh. Yes. That's what I love to hear. This is... We need we need improv group energy. Come on, guys. That's what we are. We're just the world's worth, worst improv troupe. <laughs> No, but <laughs> no, but no, but that's what you need. As always, I'm Jordan with me tonight. I've got Kamish, Beth, Pit Girl, and Arthur on the ones and twos. Kamish, how's your tired? Exhaust, y'all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is this is going to be for a while, ladies and gentlemen. Oh 
my god. Yep. <laughs> Sicko's committee has a normal one. Never. Hey girl, how's your tired? I uh, drove back from Massachusetts today, so that was cool. And Beth, you're tired? I'm great. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I just want to give you a hug. Well, we'll talk about my tired later on, because not only did I stay up past the Hawaii test, I also was trying to do bull math at two in the morning. <laughs> I want to start just opening this thing by talking about a game that we didn't even preview. The Iron Bowl. Oh, God. Because Auburn sorry, had what? the last, the 30th second, the stupidest last 30 seconds I've ever seen in a football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen Alex Kirchner do all caps on Twitter. Oh, jeez. But he did for this because on a fourth and 31, Auburn decided to let Jalen Mil- Milrose just hang out in the pocket and lob it into the end zone. I've, I've, this was some Auburn bullshit. Ball, in fact, goed there. And they had just one dude on the quarterback spy. Mm-hmm. Was, was Jalen Milrose going to scramble for 25 yards? No, that's not a first down. There. The game ends. He had to get 31. I'm not going to put it past them that Auburn would allow a 31-yard scramble for a touchdown, though. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. I, that could have happened. I'm just going to say that. It's 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 Auburn. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It, the way that game ended, I was just waiting for the shoe to drop for Auburn, the shoe to, and it did, and yeah. it was just like... I, I, felt the, I felt the same way I did in the double overtime Iron Bowl, where yeah. Auburn was ahead. I was like, nope, they're going to fuck this. There's, there's something, something's going to happen. The shoe's going to drop. I don't know what they did pass rush wise, where they only rushed two, and then they had the quarterbacks spy, do nothing, uh, but, doing but nothing. That was that was Pastor a lot Hugh of, thought. Yeah. Pastor Hugh thought that they were going to get raptured, and this okay. is why you have to trust that none shall know the day or the hour. Pastor Hugh, you can't just count on getting raptured. <laughs> I just want you God. all to know that I I watched this game with obnoxiously pit dad, who, as I have mentioned on this podcast before, is an Auburn fan. Oh. oh no! It was a time. How do you take it? Oh. I've seen worse. There you go. Uh, we are not going to talk about coaching hires and fires up front. We'll mention a couple of them as we go along, but yeah. uh, but that's also just so you all know this is here. But we got a lot of games to talk about. We, there's there's been a lot of firings. There's probably going to be some more tomorrow, uh, more than while we're recording. So we're probably going to miss some. So hopefully. By Tuesday night recording, everything's good. Uh, Beth, I had a question. Like you mentioned, the Rapture. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what book is that in in the Bible? It's not. <laughs> oh, it's not. Okay, all right. Well, so like, I, no, I, there's a passage in Revelation that talks oh, about. Oh, I'm sorry. Being caught up into the clouds. I, I thought it was. I thought it was in the book of Revelation. I'm so Revelation. Okay, there you go. I was, I was yeah, going see, for it, but you know, he walked oh, right no. into it. He opened the door to you and you. Just I tried. Right. I tried. Damn it. All right. So we were watching for bow eligibility on Saturday and mm-hmm. Friday and Thursday and Tuesday. And we were keeping track of bow eligibility. And it looked really close for JMU and Jackson State for a while, Jacksonville State, because yeah. they had to get a certain number of teams out. And there was a run in the middle of the day on Saturday where everyone, all the bowl teams that needed to win were winning. Yeah. And it really was getting close. But the night game when Clemson beat South Carolina, they got them in. That means we end up with Jacksonville State and JMU going to bowl games, and we get one five and seven team going in as well. Minnesota with the best APR of the five and seven teams. 
slides into a bowl game at the last minute. Also, I was talking earlier, I see it past the Hawaii test because some of our followers were like, well, wait a second. Navy plays Army next week. Let's talk about that. And Brett McMurphy, who's great on Twitter about knowing all the bowl stuff, said, no, Army or Navy has to be bowl eligible by this week or else because the Army-Navy game is two weeks from now. They can't plan for a bowl that late. And our followers were like, well, show me where it says that. And I go, that should be easy. It's only two in the morning. I can read NCAA regulations at two in the morning. Read, show me I the spent, regulations. I spent an extra hour. Up, it was up till three trying to figure this out. I, I just want to shout out two conferences in particular, the Big Ten and the SEC. They really pulled their weight this weekend, getting James Madison and Jacksonville State into bowl games. They did. Uh, SEC lost, dropped a couple of important games against uh, ACC opponents, actually, which is even funnier. And then the Big Ten ate themselves. So let's rewind some time. Think back to what we're doing on Thursday. We had the most rock fighty egg bowl I've ever seen. Nothing of interest really to me happened during the game except Mississippi State's coach coming out on a four-wheeler. And when asked why, he gave the most coach-ass answer I've ever heard, which was something about adversity. It's, it's, it's a life lesson. It's about adversity. I think I have the video somewhere. Can we, what, was, can we... what was the adversity that he'd never gotten okay, to? So, so he never found... gotten to ride a four-wheel before? No, I found the story that they referenced, and I kind of like ruined it for people because it was about somebody that was uh, I don't want to ruin it for the podcast, but somebody was paralyzed and they were having trouble getting on the ATV. So they kept trying and trying and trying to get on the ATV to ride it over and over again. They finally did it uh, and they loved the story so much. One of the Mississippi State folks were like, hey, what if we bring an ATV into the locker room? So they did that and then they won the last week uh, okay. and then they did it for the Egg Bowl and it's the only game on and he's riding the ATV out in the stadium. It's, 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 it's just beautiful. It was, it was, it's such fucking coach. Like, like okay. Now that it, there's a story to it, I get that. Yeah. But mm -hmm. this, this absolutely feels the kind of thing that like. But nobody it, knows this. Nobody knows right. this story. So oh, like, here if we you're go. just getting this on TV and you're like in a turkey coma. It just, just, and then this guy comes out on an ATV and it's the only game on essentially like college football wise. I, I'm not recognizing the NFL. And so he comes out and then like Cole. Here we go. Coach Knox, nothing is normal about the Egg Bowl. Why are you bringing the team out on this four-wheeler? This is about handling adversity, opposition. When you face things that's tough in life, this is a life lesson, right? And this is what we learned right? in 11 days I've been here. This is a life lesson. That's that's such coach speech. <laughs> I've been here 11 days and my life lesson is <laughs> to ride a four-wheeler. This is about oh, yeah. 11 days. That's and the only time... <laughs> If they were Auburn, that they would have a new mascot now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. War, war damn four-wheeler. Hell yeah. Uh, Old Miss won this. This game was never in question, really. Uh, no. It was just a beatdown. There, uh, there was a brief Mississippi State lead, but that went away rather quickly. This was an Egg Bowl without any turnovers? This threw me off. That's it weird. was incredible. It was just... And everybody's like, this is a big, there was like eight punts in a row or nine punts in a row to start the game. And then everybody starts making the big 10 West jokes. Uh, you know, they were making a, a comparison, but you know, really it was just a great classic egg bowl. It was, it was a perfect capper. As soon as the egg bowl was over, I was like, I'm going to bed. Yep. It was great. I was like, I'm done. done. 
like in the fourth quarter, I'm like falling asleep. Oh, they're about to fight. I'm awake. <laughs> well, people made the Big Ten West jokes until we got our game of the week. We chose correctly. Iowa, Nebraska, 13 to 10. Iowa wins. The under hits. Every under hits. And, and everyone was panicking because this looked like it was going to overtime. And the over was just going to get like the over was going to get hit, but nope, Iowa manages a field goal at the end, thirteen to ten, ten win Iowa baby, and Brian Ferentz is no longer wearing Iowa gear; he's just wearing like just like all nameless black. tech. It's great. <laughs> just like he had a Carhartt hat on. Oh, it's like, so good. Just like. I was like, they won't let them dress up in Iowa clothes anymore. I don't, I don't know. Or I see. I was thinking, I was thinking this is a protest. <laughs> Either way, this this game was beautiful. Nebraska fans, I am so sorry. Like you all had this. It was a heartbreaker. It was so painful to watch Nebraska fans be like, "We got this. We got this." Oh fuck, we're doing it again. I look, I, I was like, okay. When when they missed the forty four yarder that wasn't even close with like five minutes to go. <laughs> oh, not even like not even the. Ball and I was part. like, like it was a whole set of goalposts to the left. Now I know it was windy, but it was not close. And I was like, oh god, here they here it's gonna happen again. And then like Iowa throws the interception. I'm like, oh wow, like Nebraska's in Iowa territory already. All they need is a field goal. But in the return of the Deacon Hill interception that was holding. And then that put him back in Nebraska territory. And I was like, oh, no. And and then now, like, what did they fucking do? Look, look, I, I'm going to give a shout out to the Iowa defense here. Because you got like a sophomore quarterback in like his second start for Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to go on a game and a drive against this incredible Hawkeyes defense. They pulled the defensive end and send him to the middle. Like a beautiful play call to be like a robber. Like in the middle, and and there's no way St- for the quarterback. Stares, stares Chubba Purdy down the whole time. He doesn't see him at all. He doesn't see him, and he's like he's like right by the the what was it the umpire in the middle? Yep. And yep. He's just there, and he couldn't see him because he came from the left, like the defensive end. And like you wouldn't expect that, and that's kind of like an advanced move. And this is why the Iowa's defense is so good, and they keep getting away with the bullshit, which is amazing. That move, and then. The defensive end just like catches it like perfectly in his hands above his head. Because if that guy wasn't there, that was a first down for Nebraska. Yep. And then they return it. Then they get like a knifing 22 yard run. Then the kick, the 38 yarder. Was it, was it their normal field goal kicker? It was not. Was it a dude who's ever kicked a fucking field goal before this year? No, no. Never kicked anything for Iowa ever. <laughs> Marshall meter is his name. That's right. And Kirk said, he's been looking good in practice. Okay, Kirk. Sure. Whatever, whatever, man. Nothing matters anymore. Nihilist Iowa. This this game finally broke puddles. This is the game <laughs> that broke my dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm cooking upstairs because our Thanksgiving is on Saturday. And he comes upstairs and he's like, they didn't they didn't hit the over under. Again, again, they didn't hit the over-under. He's like, I think they need to bring Brian back. I think it's important. He's like, you can't fire a guy when he's won that many games. You just can't. I mean, they can't. They have to bring him back. And I'm like, Dad, I, I don't 
I don't think he's like, no, no, they have to. And like he has he gets like this wild feverish look in his eyes. And the <laughs> next 20 minutes are spent explaining like his like string diagram theory about how Brian Ferentz can't be fired. And I'm like, what have I done to my family? <laughs> that is 10 and two, seven and two in conference, really close to eight and one in conference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, really should have been eight and one in conference. That of, that's not a bad fair catch signal, kids. Yeah. yeah, like in retrospect, that's the only game they got they got mauled in was the Penn State game. Really, yeah. yeah. And 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 we're living in this world. Yeah, Iowa, like that, that is, probably ought to be a playoff team. Oh, no. God, Beth, I know you're sick, so I'm not going to say anything. But you need mm-hmm. some medication. You're getting right. feverish. Hold on, hold on. She needs some medication. <laughs> Sorry, I got. <laughs> That's got a fever, and the only cure is more Iowa. More Hawkeyes, it, yeah. Oh, that's God. clear at this point. It, Iowa, this performance art of a season. Like I, I have seen performance art of a woman naked shoving yams up her ass. What? And <laughs> and this. I hate to this say had, that I'm going to need you to say body. more about that, but I'm going to need you to I, I say a I, little bit more about that. I, I, I don't remember much more than that, honestly. Okay. Was this at Dartmouth? Uh, this was a... This was a... <laughs> oh, uh, did this really happen? Did this really happen or was it a hallucination? Oh, this is this is, this is real. Trust me. This is real, I trust me. I haven't said why I had to do this, but that's fine. It's okay. We'll get there. It'll be, it'll be towards the end. It'll be great. <laughs> it'll be great. Anticipation. Yeah, just wait for the joke. That always works out with this podcast. Yes, because we always we always land our punchlines two hours yep. later. So Iowa salute. I don't care what happens in the Big Ten title game. You guys deserve everything you could get. Don't you? We can preview that. Look, look, look. I am so I man, like doing this committee thing has been has been. I I hurt for Nebraska. I really do. Like, I am, I, I feel like I'm a, a Huskers fan now. I, you know, <laughs> I like the three and nine, like heartbreaking one possession losses in 2021. Last year, I, I mean, had the frost. Uh, it was just a mess. This year, I feel like they've gotten better. Like, I feel they like they're, they're, they've improved. They've improved. Uh, their offense is not there yet, which, again, this is kind of like a Matt Rule thing. Like, he takes a little while to get going. This is the coach. fastest Matt Rule rebuild I've ever seen, though. Yes, yes. I mean, he's got pieces there. Uh, he's got some – like, the defense is amazing. I don't know if they lose their coordinator. I don't know what they need to do. They, they need to stop turning the fucking ball over <laughs> because it is, it is a plague upon the Husker Nation. They led the, the NCAA in turnovers. You take away maybe 10 of those, they're comfortably a bowl team. You take away like two of those, they're probably a bowl team. Maybe one you take away, they're a bowl team. They were negative 17 for the year. That's that's nuts. It, it's absolutely insane. Okay, let's go on past this because... I could just talk for days about how beautiful this thing was. Even even folks that don't like our shtick that were watching this game was like, this is mesmerizing. I can't look away from this. I'm really, really I, sad it, like, I missed it. It's, I, it's fucking performance art. No, it's just something that this game is just, 
it's still a football game. The goals are still <laughs> the same. Like you, you're trying to score more points than the other team. It's just that both teams can't do it very well. And because they're, they're built kind of lopsided. It, it feels like me trying to do uh, like the Pinewood car derby. Yep. Uh, and like Boy Scouts, like I could not make the real wheels like roll at all. I, I, I couldn't figure it out. Like I couldn't carve it to get them to roll. I couldn't do it. But, but still I finished second some odd reason. I, I finished second because there was only two entrants. Yep. Uh, so I, I got second. That is the epitome of the Big Ten West. Well, actually, it, I, you know what? Fuck it. I can't say it. Do you know why? They have the same conference record as Penn State. They, Wrap your fucking heads around that. Penn State yes. is seven and two in conference. So is Iowa. Hmm. There's something about the committee That's game. because they're the same. That's, oh, yeah. Hey, Penn I, State fans. Hi, Penn State I, I fans. Hope, uh, Shout out! Shout out to uh, one of our, our our giant UConn fans that, that we follow. Also, I, I believe it's Saint Bonaventure fan yes. uh, for college basketball. L- little little Bona X or whatever, mm-hmm. being incredibly upset that we chose this one for the game of the week, and he was like, "Screw you! I'm betting the over just to spite us for this." So, uh, sorry that it didn't work out for you with the over sorry. on this one. We still love you though. Miami 45, Boston College 20. This wasn't as dumb as I thought it was going to be. Um, this was on AV, like God's own ABC, and Miami just sort of went to Boston College and took care of business. Yeah, I was. it was very uneventful. There was this weird thing that happened like right before halftime, and I was really, really confused by what had occurred. So I'm trying to get the play sequence real quick, if I can get it. Go for it. Uh, while Kamish is doing that, uh, Memphis 45, Temple 21, all right, so there was here. Here was the the play. It was the last second of the first half. Um, okay. Castellanos uh, throws a pass to the end zone, uh, hail mary, and uh, Miami intercepts it. And then returns it fifty five yards to the Boston College forty five. There was a penalty on Boston College holding, but then Miami had a penalty holding in the return. So both of those offset holding on. Like before the Hail Mary, holding after the Hail Mary was intercepted. So both of those penalties offset. And they couldn't realize that they had to replay the down. And they, they're just like, oh, we're just going to halftime. Oh, okay. Yep, I remember this. <laughs> it was so stupid. I was like, why are they? What? I was like, oh, God, what did Mario Cristobal do? He did something. But it, it turned out it was just ACC refs. All those Pac-12 fans, are all you know, all those Stanford and Cal fans are like, finally, we're going to get away from the ACC refs. Nah, man, they're just coming with you to a different coast. You're not getting away from them. They're not going elsewhere. Ohio 25, Akron 14. Ohio managed to win this one. Akron had a really good second quarter and were up for a bit, but then just couldn't hold on to it. Might be the undercuffler's farewell. I think this is his last, might be his last game. he walked for a senior. He said it, yeah, it, 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 he's listed as a redshirt senior, but I mean... Uh, we will we will follow your career with great interest, Jeff Undercuffler. He Jeff Undercuffler just has the vibes of backup quarterback at Saskatchewan. Like just like has that in my soul. I need. I that. can see that. I can see that. Yeah, definitely. I, I want to see Undercuffler in the CFL. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. TCU forty-five, Oklahoma sixty-nine. Holy bejesus. TCU. All of a sudden had life and tried to claw back into this thing. But early on, Oklahoma was just destroying them. 
it was it was a it was a hard game to watch the quad box. And uh, the fun fact here is that every quarter of this game outscored Iowa Nebraska. <laughs> so every quarter of this game outscored Iowa Nebraska. I believe we got that from the full cast after dark last night with that or somebody pointed out to us on Twitter too. Um, I think they tagged both of us. I yeah, I think, they, I think they tagged. Uh, yeah, I think so. Thank you for the tag. We appreciate it. I, I can't remember who it is because uh, Saturdays are just it's it's hard to remember shit. Yeah, the first quarter it was fourteen thirteen, and keep in mind Iowa uh, Nebraska was thirteen ten, right? Uh, the second quarter was twenty eight three. Yeah, so that that beats the thirteen ten. Uh, third quarter was twenty two ten. Fourth quarter was seventeen seven. So yeah, every single it didn't come close except maybe the first quarter. That was on at the same time as the other game. Yes. If you watched both of those games on the same quad box, you know, they say don't do heroin and speed at the same time. That's what this is, okay? Cowards. This is yeah, this is this is the vodka Red Bull of football pairings. I wonder how Gatorade Jaeger Red Bull right there. What's like what's that Gatorade Gatorade Uh, fast? fast touch? That one. What if yeah. you mixed that with vodka? Well, at least it has electrolytes, so maybe it'll help a little bit preemptively with your hangover. Yeah, there you go. Toledo Rockets 32, Central Michigan 17. Central Michigan needed this for bowl eligibility. They did not get it. The big game on Friday was the 230 spot, UTSA and Tulane. Tulane wins this one at home. Kamish, how was your house at this point? Because this one got this one was a little uh, on the edge for a bit. So I had to tell my my kiddo about this one, yeah. and he was like, "Wait, they're playing each other? Like, who do I who do I need to root for?" And so I, I tried to pitch him on the concept of like the the divided shirt. I was like, "I could I could take one of you each one of your shirts for each like Tulane and UTSA and, and cut it in half, and then like you know sew them together so you have one half one one half the other." And yeah. he looked at me like. No, that's stupid. <laughs> Smart child. From the mouths of babes. He <laughs> was like, no, that's stupid. I was like, and then my wife and, and I, we, we can't watch our teams. I was like, so like, I can't watch Tulane because I will like force them to, you know, be to lose essentially, or, or it'll just be close and just too much drama. Uh, you watched with, you watched the Utah State overtime double the double overtime thriller instead, didn't you? Yes, I watched Utah State New Mexico instead uh, because we could not have this on in our household. And my my son after he was just like, "That's okay, they'll have a rematch." And so I guess he had a lot of faith in Navy to beat SMU. So oh. I, I I didn't know, you know, my my son was was feeling the midshipman upset, which probably wasn't too close. Not not the best choice. <laughs> I just I just realized, Kamesh. We could get one West Virginia and one Pitt shirt, get two house divided shirts out of that and send it to our two friends. I beg you to not. I think Beth would also beg you to not if she had enough voice to do to beg with. This is this is efficient. My house is in no way divided. (laughs) This is efficient. This is like those get along shirts. We need to get them a get along (laughs) shirt for the next brawl. That I have noted not. Noted not getting along people, Pit Girl and I. I just you guys you guys are the perfect the perfect example of that Pitt and West Virginia fans could get along. You can show that at the next brawl by wearing a shirt together. <laughs> <laughs> get booed by get things thrown out by both sides. We can sit in the section I sat in during the twenty twenty two brawl 
next to the West Virginia band in our get along shirt. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. So my dad watched this game, this whole game. Yes. Oh, how did your dad? Yes. So what did you so get? My my. my uh, here we go. We can go back to some dad texts here. He was just like, uh, he got back from Houston in time to watch it, uh, record time, and he says UTSA versus Wave on ABC. I'm set. So I respond back to him, gonna be a tough one. He goes, yes, I see. Uh, <laughs> I was like, should be a good game, but it will be tough. He says, I'm on it. Like, <laughs> So, like, you know, I don't get any updates. A couple hours go by. UTSA turnovers and ref refs hurt the Roadrunner so far. Good team, good coaching. And then I get nothing after the game. Uh, and it's just like I, I, I send him a text. I'm like, roll wave. I get nothing until, like, yesterday on Saturday. And he goes, home field. What bowl wants them? I was like, I don't know. We got a while to do that. I love it. This is... And then Dad texts are so today – Today, out of nowhere, yes, the Wave played their best game of late. Yeah. <laughs> done. Out delayed. This was a lot of fun uh, because SMU took care of business against Navy. Tulane will be hosting SMU for the American Conference Championship game next week in New Orleans. At the same time, Utah State 44, New Mexico 41 in a double overtime thriller. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And. New Mexico State had the chance to go over the throat, and they didn't. And that killed me. Did you say New Mexico State? I meant New Mexico, sorry. Beth, say the line. I I will say it for you. (laughs) Come back with your sword or on it. Yes. I think it's shield? No. No. Okay. This is... This was New Mexico. Either winners or kebabs. There's nothing else. (laughs) Yeah, there was there was winners or kebabs is so good. I think the combined most total penalty yards in a game was two hundred and sixty nine. This one hit it with three hundred and thirty eight combined penalty yards. Yeah, it was it was insane. One of the uh, last drives had forty five penalty yards, I believe. It was <laughs> yeah, the one for New Mexico. They got all the way down to tie. It had that many yards to tie, and they kicked the twenty two yarder to tie, uh, which was kind of just like, come on, just go for the win here. Like, like, do this. You got nothing to play for. Let's, yeah, let's go it was, win it. It was really I was watching this live because it was like the most compelling game in the quad box at this time. Um, I think just other games had wrapped up. This one was, was going on. Watching like the penalty calls that were coming out, it felt like someone was kind of like rolling D20 for penalty. Like yeah. there would be one play and it's like pass interference and like even the announcers were kind of, which you know when it's like a like a TV broadcast crew and they're sort of like I don't know what the like what the refs are seeing here like it's got to get pretty far before you know professional TV announcers will get that will will go there and yeah they're like it was I I don't know what was pass interference and what wasn't um that was what the majority of the penalties were at least in the second part of the game and you know ultimately just a kind of wild back and forth game that yeah new mexico never never went for the kill and you know that that's one thing i was like you had the chance you could have went for two in ot and at the end of the first ot and they lined up to go for it but then utah state called the timeout and they were like no fine we're just gonna kick the extra point now that i i wanted to throw something and And i saw them do that look i'm not gonna say anything bad about the coach or whatever but he did just get fired. 
No, they had a separation. Mom and dad separated. They didn't they had divorce. A a sep- they had a se- separation. I walked into that one. He's gone to live in a farm upstate. Yes. He's he's going with new mom now. So instead, they had a relocation. <laughs> Boise State 27, Air Force 19. Best part about all of this was that because Boise State won this and because later on UNLV lost to San Jose State, we went to the computers. But the Mountain West computers would not update on Saturday or something like that. So the Mountain West was like, we got to wait until Sunday, guys. I don't know. They couldn't update the computer. Like, they, like Windows update, and they're like, oh. Like, <laughs> we only, the we can, we can only update it at 3 in the morning, guys. We can't do you it. Haven't, you hadn't used your laptop in about, like, eight months or something. And you had to get all the updates before you could you actually use your computer. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what happened. So ridiculous. Uh, Air Force is broken. Who knows? Army broke That's, Air Force. Yeah, yeah Army broke Air Force. I, I am going to take the scene of Batman breaking, of Bane breaking Batman and superimpose the uh, Army logo on top of that. The Battle Line Trophy, Missouri, Arkansas. Missouri 48, Arkansas 14. Missouri handled this thing. Only thing that happened, this non-rivalry had a fight in it. It got fighting. Mm. And that's really all you want mm-hmm. in a good rivalry game is occasionally you want someone to swing even if you're down. Hey, Vanderbilt, congratulations. You had three fights on three plays in a row against Tennessee while you were down by like 21. Good. Go for it. Take a swing. Our beautiful land grant trophy was probably the worst game of the night. Penn state 42, Michigan state zero, just nothing done. Just, just absolutely Ford field, bright lights, big city, nothing. Jonathan Smith, enjoy your time in East Lansing, whatever that looks like. Uh, Let me just mention Michigan State's total yards for the game. Oh God. Fifty-three. Yeah. Oh uh, their total their total yards rushing for the game. Your yards can't even collect social security yet. <laughs> nope. Oh no. So, well, well well the rushing yards uh, were negative thirty-five. Now now remember that college football's weird because it counts sacks as minus rushing. True. That, but you should still have more than that. Mm-hmm. Unless they, they you are ran. unless you are running air raid. They, they ran the ball 27 times. That's bad. The quarterback that was starting, uh, Kate uh, Hauser, had negative 41 yards rushing. The backup quarterback who had one pass attempt, uh, he was one for one for one yard. Hey. Uh, with a QBR of 1.3. Shafar, I think is the name. He, uh, one, one carry for negative seven yards. Uh, Alante Brown had two carries. For a wide receiver, two carries for negative eleven, and then they had team. I I think this may have been a weird fumble or something. <laughs> negative twenty one yards for the team. Oh my god! So Puddles used to tell a story of back in his frat boy days, because of course Puddles was yeah, no. a frat boy. <laughs> um, about I cannot, one of I cannot wait to meet Puddles. Mm-hmm. I, I feel yeah. like he and I are very kindred spirits. You're yeah, you're spiritual twins. So Puddles would tell a story about one of his brothers who. Like, Vietnam was looming. It was kind of a rough time. And he just kind of didn't go to school for a semester. And so grade time came and he had straight Fs and one D. And he petitioned the D- the dean to have the D turned into an F because the D made it look like he might have tried. Was Puddles an animal Michigan house? State- yes. 
he has often described this as a documentary. <laughs> um, so Michigan State, do with that what you will. Let's talk about a game that I'm, exci- I'm excited about. I did not watch a single snap of. Uh, Texas 57, Texas Tech 7. I don't watch this game because this is a cursedly bitten game that I swore would be. Commissioner Thomas was right yet again. Texas beat a team that they were better than. And it didn't it did not look like work. They had this one they had this one circled. And they were even talking trash to Brett Yormark on the scoreboard. Oh, that's that's great. They had the video of the Texas Tech head coach saying that the Big Twelve goes through Lubbock after they after Texas Tech beat Texas last year. Mm-hmm. So there's look, Texas has a phenomenal defensive line. Like Devondre Sweat. Yes. Uh, my God. Like I, I I can't imagine trying to block him and I'm not big at all. Like, you know, but just like even if I like I was six six, like big enough for a lineman, trying to block him and I, I Texas Tech didn't really have much of a chance. Nope. Really. And Nada. Uh, the Longhorns handled business and, and they're going to the Big Twelve title game. And and will not be playing Oklahoma, which makes me feel better too. Because Oklahoma State barely took care of business against BYU. Uh, Oregon 31, Oregon State 7. I kept waiting for Oregon State to do something, and they just, did, just didn't want to do it. They just didn't want to do it the whole night. Best thing to happen all night was that Puddles came in on the zip line. It looked awesome. Because Puddles is one of the best mascots. I love so it. So I, I was like, okay. Oh no! Puddles is ziplining in, and I immediately immediately thought that, like Cosmo, the mascot for BYU, is going to try to one up uh, Puddles the duck. Little did you know. Little did I know that that Cosmo's already skydived into the stadium. I should have known. I should have known better. I don't. I mean, I guess Cosmo will maybe base jump from the mountains outside the stadium into the stadium would be a little bit different, or. He comes flying in, uh, hanging off of a drone or something. I have no idea, but but Cosmo's already done it. <laughs> it was cool to see the duck doing it, but Cosmo already did it. Essentially, Cosmo hang glider challenge. I ooh, the, Cosmo the, base jumping challenge. Cosmo hang glider while on fire challenge. What's the what's the Tom Cruise thing? A halo jump? Cosmo halo jump challenge. Can you pressurize a Cosmo head? I don't know. We'll find out. They're going to put Cosmo in that Red Bull thing? Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, like the, one, the one where the dude jumps from space? Yes. Yeah, there we go. Cosmo's going to jump from space now. <laughs> Just the one-up puddles. Because people were like, that's the best mascot. And, and, and in my head, it was Cosmo uh, in the Michael Jordan meme, and I took that personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're talking like extreme stunts, I think just drawing from what Tom Cruise has done Mission Impossible movies, there's a lot to work with, like hanging on the outside of an airplane, hanging yep. off the outside of the skyscraper in Dubai. Like, there's a lot you can do. I'm just hung up on the mental image of Cosmo jumping from space in, like, the spacesuit thing with the, the helmet big enough to go over the mascot head. Mm-hmm. Or, you, or, or you build a mascot head around a pressurized helmet. Mm. I, I am now thinking of all my favorite Mission Impossible's movies that you take Tom Cruise and sub out Puddles. <laughs> like Puddles like on the outside of the Burj Khalifa. Just that with the, and, the, and the face that never changes. 
always like the, the happy vapid smile. Yeah. D- does he have any dialogue or is it all nonverbal? No. It's, okay. It's all, pa- it's all pantomime and you never change the expression. Cause I was going to say, I feel like the Oregon duck with dialogue is just Howard the duck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this has the same energy as those thought experiments where it's like, take a movie and everybody's Muppets, except for one of the actors my answer to this mm-hmm. is and will always be my cousin Vinny, but you keep Marissa Tomei. Oh, that's a good one. I was going to say. I'm, I would I'm do Fight idiot. Club, but you keep Meatloaf, but that's just where I'm at. <laughs> See, I was thinking Fight Club, but Sweetums is Meatloaf. <laughs> oh, God. I always have a good I can't remember my answer for this. I, I'll, I'll go I'll go Gili, but we keep Ben Affleck. Oh, deep pool there. Yep. Deep pool. I'm not watching that again. Uh, Gladiator. It's just Russell Crowe. That's it. <laughs> okay. Waldorf and Stadler is 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 Joaquin Phoenix. It's co-emperors. <laughs> <laughs> not Sam the Eagle. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I like the pair. Sam the Eagle would be a good choice too. Okay. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Oh, I've been entertained for 20 years. Oh, <laughs> we go to Saturday now and we get to the battle for space city as I'm calling it UCF and Houston UCF wins and Dana Holgerson is gone. I'm sorry. What the cougar Dana- coaster is, is, is over. The cougar coaster has finally crashed, but that doesn't mean it stops. It just continues. I mean, you can argue it's crashed a few times. Yeah, just you throw a new set of paint on it. Look, look, and, I, I uh, want to, I want you to physically animate the Cougar Coaster this entire year, just off of the win probabilities of Houston games. Done. I want, I want this. All right. I got you. Mark it down. Put it on the the idea board or whatever. Mark it down. I I want that. And maybe we can go back last year because that's when we started the Cougar Coaster. Mm-hmm. Last year, because I was expecting some craziness, but like kind of UCF just, you know, Houston was up 10, nothing. You're like, oh, 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 no, I never, no, not for a second. Did I think a 10, nothing Houston Lee was anything was but a mirage. So are we, uh, what do you say? Roller coaster tycoon two. I was going to use the original. Okay. I'm fine with but that. I, have, I mean, I have both installed, right? I literally have both installed. I was just making That's sure. not surprising. <laughs> I say as if I wouldn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> and don't. <laughs> hey, hey, it's it's GOG. Those games have no space, require no space whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I keep Alpha Centauri installed all the time on my computer just so I can open it up every once in a while and play it. For like 10 turns and then try to walk away. How does that the work? The game is not very well because it always starts with like, oh, just a couple of turns. And then five hours later. I'm sorry. It was only a 10-6 lead. I apologize. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, that was it. Uh, at, no, it was... at no point did this game feel like it was a real thing. No, uh, it wasn't. Uh, UCF just kind of just, yep. they, they put it away in the third, and that was it. The fun game at the time was the old Oaken Bucket. <laughs> Purdue and Indiana got into an absolute slugfest. So just awesome. like so two awesome. two teams with three wins just wailing at each other for all of like for every ounce of their being and then Purdue wins it a Purdue team that has been like nothing all year just bad 17 points in the fourth quarter just 
charges at him. Indiana I, fans, like, like this is what got Tom Allen fired. And they're going to pay Tom Allen so much money on a 2020 COVID mirage. Because they extended him with big money based on that 2020 season. This game, I, I hate when there's a game that by the time we get a video clip of it, like something's already happened. Oh, no one was watching this score. for a while. So it was it was fine. But like uh so Purdue hits a field goal and they go up fifteen fourteen. I'm like, ah, fifteen fourteen. So I can tweet this. I'm like, hey, it's a good game. And then by the time the video came out, Indiana took off it took the kickoff back for a touchdown. That's twenty one fifteen. Then I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, damn it. Like this game had me messed up with the scores so much and there was just some big plays just it was great uh and we found out that, that the old oaken bucket weighs 23 pounds added to the spreadsheet i love the, the the chains on the bucket being in the shape of the school's logos i love those. Mm-hmm. like that's great i love that the governor's cup kentucky did what they do best and that's fuck up louisville just absolutely <laughs> louisville has this beautiful shiny season oh it's wonderful it's beautiful it's like we love it. We're holding it very dearly. And then Kentucky just goes, fuck you, and just punches them. It's great. Louisville is always fraudulent. The lesson here is that Louisville is always fraudulent. Not to take any credit away from Kentucky, but I would just like to take this moment to remind everybody that Louisville has another loss, and it is to three and nine pit. That's, I mean, if you want to claim it's fraudulent, that's the one to point to. This is, oh, this is a rivalry game, whatever. The, the pit loss is... No, Louisville's always a lie. This is a science fact. I, I was going to say we should give a lot of credit to someone who beats Louisville. That's true. I think that this was such a beautiful, like, I, I, it's hard to even put words on this in that, because this is the same kind of shit, like, during Lamar Jackson's great year, Kentucky still fucked him up, because yeah. that's what that's what Kentucky does. Saying that's in the same... Do. <laughs> that's what they do every time. It's like, you want to have fun? Nope. Sorry. Sorry, Louisville. We're, uh, nope. Nope. Can't do it. Can't let you do it. Just, I feel like <laughs> Louisville's at the beach making sandcastles. They're they're just done with the perfect sandcastle. And then, like, Kentucky just comes in and just kicks the crap out of the sandcastle. It's like, yep. no. You can't have this sandcastle. No. You can't no. have good things. You can't have good things. Sorry. Sorry. You can't do that. Nope. You're saying that Kentucky is causing lamentations? <laughs> Miami of Ohio 17, Ball State 15. This game was fucking baffling. Ooh. But the most interesting part, like Miami won this because they blocked Ball State's go-ahead field goal. That's what that's the kind of thing you love to see on these kinds of games where it's like down to the wire and they get the block at the very end. It was beautiful. Yeah, that, that block basically uh, gave them that berth into the, the MAC title game. Uh, so uh, if they would have lost, they there may have been a weird tiebreaker with Ohio, but Miami Ohio blocking that, that ball state kick, um, which I, I, it feels like Miami Ohio just deals ball state like heart crushing losses at the end of the year. Yep, it's what they, they do. They did it, they, oh, oh, brutal. This this means that the MAC title game is going to be Toledo versus Miami of Ohio, mm, which yeah. ought to be a really great game. That's that is eleven and one Toledo versus ten and two Miami of Ohio. Navy SMU fifty nine Navy fourteen. I watched this for about a half hour 
before it became very clear that SMU was going to just take a garrot to the neck of Navy and put them down as quickly as possible. It was brutal. It was. But, but SMU quarters, SMU's quarterback goes out this game. Yeah. The big injury. I'm actually going to look up right now to see what they said about it. They suffered an injury in the second quarter. I don't know how bad it is, but they got to play on Friday against Tulane, so I don't know. Um, uh, I, I'm looking up right now to see what that looks like. This was one of those games that I looked for at one point, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if this game is... No, it's not interesting. Uh, Annihilation. Brett Lashley has said... he's. A, this is from Andy Hodges from Inside the Mustangs at SI. He was in a lot of pain. It's in his ankle, Lashley said, after the game. In fairness, a lot of smaller bone like energies injuries resemble an ankle at the time is a sprain we're not sure yet he was in the locker celebrating with the team in good spirits wasn't any pain right there so there's a chance uh they did not uh they did they, apparently SU doesn't, doesn't have an mri at the state near the stadium which is weird uh hey pick girl signetti's gone Woo! we're free yep i'm so happy duke 30 pit 19 doesn't really matter Nothing in that game mattered at all, except that it got Signetti gone. Didn't so. didn't watch it. Know nothing about what happened, except that Pitt allegedly had its worst punt of the entire season during this game, and that is really saying something. Wow. It was hard to find video evidence that this existed, again, because no one was watching this. Who was capping anything? No, I, I think this might have been the least consequential game that happened all weekend. I was listening to the College Football Blitz, during part of this game and I don't think this I think this game might have been like the only game in the window that wasn't mentioned <laughs> because there weren't any stakes right like some at least some of these end of season games even if it's not like the top teams there's some like bowl eligibility or some rivalry aspect yeah and this game had neither and I was not really paying attention I had this on on like the the quad box with YouTube TV but I was distracted because I noticed that I was only getting Napoleon commercials during the Michigan Ohio State game. So I was busy just paying <laughs> attention to try to watch all of the commercial breaks on the quad box to see if I could spot other Napoleon. I think they just went real heavy into Michigan. That feels correct. Know your audience. Uh, Troy 35, Southern Miss 17. Troy clinches home field for the Sunbelt title game here. They will host. Is it? Who are they hosting? Kamish. App. Who's Troy who's tr- host? hosting app for the Sunbelt title game, right? You're muted, sir. <laughs> yes, Troy. Troy, they beat Southern Miss. Uh, and, and they, ho- host, they host app now, right? They host App State, which is the only team to beat JMU. So that, even though JMU would probably be in this game, but it kind of feels right since app was the only team to beat JMU. Uh, did you see? Did you see? By the way, I got a, I got a sort of complete circle for the Sun Belt. Oh yeah. The only thing I had to change, I had to go outside the conference for one thing to get a complete circle of uh, Sicko for it, was that Coast Army beat Coastal, but Army lost to ULM. That's right. And so that was that was the one team I needed to just slot in there to get a full circle. So thank you ULM for that. Hey guys, Sam Houston State got a second conference win. Hell yeah. And and then a fight breaks in breaks in after the game because Mitsu goes for the for the game tying field goal, misses it, and then SMU, uh, SMU Sam Houston starts talking shit to the kicker after, the after miss. he misses it, and it turns into almost a brawl. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say it was Stephen Godfrey, uh, a young cub reporter, who said that this was the most fight he'd seen, seen at Mitsu in years. Ooh. That was that was spicy. Yeah, I mean, Sam Houston ha- had been a victim of losing close games. And then, so finally one kind of goes their way, so it doesn't go to OT. <laughs> I know. They were, and so the Sam, the Sam Houston player just talks so much trash to like the uh, Middle Tennessee kicker, who is despondent, like just completely despondent on yeah. the ground, like you know, hand on the helmet, just like just so sad. And then st- he starts talking trash to the kicker, and then uh, another MTSU player, like just pushes that guy to the ground, and then then here we go. Northern Illinois 37, Kent State 27. Northern Illinois almost fucked around and found out here. This is Kent State, you know, 1 in 11 Kent State. Northern Illinois needs this for a bowl win. They had the highest percentage, like the highest percentage chance of winning of any of the like edge teams this week. This was supposed to be just like a, a walkover. And Kent State kept it so close. Yeah, it, I know it's a 10-point game there. And that is but, that is that is an illusion. That is an illusion because Kent State had a play on their one yard line. They needed to go ninety nine yards in like the last three seconds, and they tried uh, a bunch of pitches. And the only problem is like they completed the pass at like the three, so at their own three yard line, and then they tried to start pitching from there. Bad, uh, bad, there bad wasn't idea. really much room to go <laughs> backwards to pitch, uh, and then they pitched, and then then I think. I thought it was a safety. I was like, we're going to have a safety, safety alert. Uh, but they ruled it as a touchdown and, and NIU recovered. So um, this, this 37, 27 is, is, is not. Like 30, it should have been, it should have been 31, 27. Right. That, that is, that was, that is the correct. The correct yeah. one. Uh, let's have a little presentation. Hey girl, do you have something to tell the class? I was at UMass UConn. It was great. I had a lot the of battle for the, the battle for the U. Uh, the U mo- belongs to UConn for the second year in a row. Um, Amherst was great. It's very cute. Their football parking has solar panels over it, kind of like at the link, Ooh. but it also felt very homey to me as I am used to tailgating under an overpass. Kind of the same thing. <laughs> um, the stadium is super cute, very small, but like it's it's nice. Um, and UMass has its own local brewery partnership beer. Uh, which is pretty good, and I enjoyed it. Um, and the game was fun. Uh, UConn 31, UMass 18 final, uh, but it, it was a little bit silly at the beginning. Um, UConn initially scored on a pick six, and then ESPN marks this as a blocked PAT. It was not. It was like a bad snap, whiff on the kick, and then they uh, then UMass recovered and ran it back for about 40 yards, but not far enough to convert for two points, uh, which was delightful. Um, and then at the end of the game, it could, it, we could have been six, two to start. We could have been, been six, two to start. There were many, 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 many. I have to go back and count um, failed two point conversion tries in this game for some reason. <laughs> UMass, UMass kept trying. UConn kept trying too. I don't think any of them succeeded. Maybe one. But yes, enjoyable. U- UMass tried a little bit and or you know was trying to come back slash garbage time. Um, all of all of their it, they did an anti shit game, I guess. In that all of their score all of their points were scored in the second half. They still lost, but a valiant effort was made um, in Amherst on Senior Day. There we go. That's I'm glad you got to go. 
I'm glad that you got got some live updates from the game. It looked like a lot of fun. The beers looked amazing. I eventually I will make this trek because I, I, I as much as a Texas person I am, I've got New England in my heart. Oh, it was great. I, I, That's I such a great. Made it, almost made it last year, but you know, uh, life comes travel. at you fast. Oh, you know, couldn't travel because uh, the wifey was uh, you know with child, so. Uh, it didn't want to do. You said how many two point conversions failed? Because I, I got it. Several. Here. Uh, I at least four. I, yeah. Five. five. Okay. Five failed two point conversions. <laughs> oh, sorry, I said that wrong. Five failed two point conversions. <laughs> <laughs> so the second quarter failed two point conversion for UMass. I'm sorry, third quarter failed two point conversion for UMass. Failed two point conversion for UConn. And then they alternated UMass, UConn, UMass in the fourth quarter. This basically all started because the the first touchdown had an extra point blocked. And they, uh, set, well, it, they yeah. set it on the path of the failed two-point conversions. It was amazing. I also sat um, – there was like a whole French-Canadian high school football team or something Ooh. sitting in front of us. Um, so shout out to the Vert et Or from somewhere. I don't speak French. Sure. The, the green and gold. We love them. You, people were trying to get you to come see them at the game. I don't know if you oh, like passed out. I completely missed that. I apologize. Oh. Um, too many notifications. Yeah. Our, our notifications are just a dumpster fire on Saturdays, guys. It's hard. Yeah. Too many notifications. God damn it. <clears throat> I, this, this was great because like, like I said, I've got, I've got New England in my heart. I'm so glad you got to go. That's awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. If you want to hang out with us in Discord and make sure we see you when you yell at us, for $5 a month, you can absolutely join our Patreon and get access to our Discord where we have our weekly rankings debates. Right now, we'll start to get, we're getting together our, we have folks in there working on lists of restaurants nearest to FBS games, more of that stuff for off-season content. We're going to be doing lots of stuff with bowls coming up too. So if you want to come in and chat with us, this is a great time to join because now that the games are down to less of a fire hose and more of a trickle, we can actually focus on each game as much as we want to. That five dollars thing a month, that we definitely weren't able to do before. For five, uh, also with that five dollars a month, you get access to our special podcast, which is Commission's Corner, where Commission takes you through the weirdest and wildest thing seasons and plays and games of all time. He covered. The 1987 Oregon Oregon State game, the donut bowl, 83, the donut bowl, which was a lot of fun. Uh, also, I was wearing my centenary uh, hoodie today and reminded me of the famous Bajillion punt game between Texas Second Centenary that Commission also covered. Yeah, Commission and uh, you know, and Beth, uh, I guess oh, that's Beth helped on that one. Yes, Beth, Beth that, needed to help because, because I, I, was was dead, a... I was dead after the third quarter reading all the, the plays. Uh, and all the punts. Yeah, you, you saved me there, so I appreciate that. We still have our Black Friday sale going on at our merch store, which will roll over to Cyber Monday, sickoscommittee.org. I guess when you listen to this, it won't be there anymore. But we'll probably have sales again going into the... Yeah, third. we may do another sale because I need to figure out when the shipping will stop before Christmas. Yeah, we'll figure that so out. I'll probably do another sale again. Uh, but if you caught it this weekend, thank you so much. It was probably one of our best weekends ever. It was great. Merchandise. Um, if you... If it, it, it's, it's ending on Tuesday, so by the time this podcast comes out, uh, you won't have that. But we'll do another sale. Uh, and then uh, one thing I wanted to, to note, I don't know, uh, it is time for the Sickos Committee Championship poll. 
Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to, I'm probably going to get that out on Monday or Tuesday, depending on how crazy my, my day back at my, my normal job is, uh, and, and definitely want to get that out and get to voting. Um, then after that, we'll do a food drive and, uh, we're going to have some special swag if you hit a certain donation level, uh, amount and we'll get something shipped out to you regarding swag, uh, special merch, uh, that is not in the store. Sounds good. So you have to so- donate to get this stuff. So, Kamish, you have to go back to secret day job tomorrow. You don't celebrate the first day of deer murdering season. I I do not know. Okay. Oh, is that the, is that tomorrow sure. the first day? Mm-hmm. Of- it's not, but Pennsylvania schools are still many oh. of them are still off. It is it is traditionally is the first day of deer murdering season, but the state yeah. moved it. But we still observe it on Monday. Yes, it's I- it's first day of deer murdering season observed that's, it's, that's very catholic we don't know what day it was we changed the day of it but we just celebrate on the same day anyways mm-hmm. first day of deer murder murdering season observation i was gonna say season also pennsylvania folks before you get mad at us in the mention we know that bow season started already yeah oh. we know all about our archery it's fine are they gonna get mad at you for that you but you haven't been able to legally murder deer in like two weeks so people just twitching like i got a guy who kill some deer we, I mean, we mm-hmm. had bow hunters in Frick Park here in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's good. Deer, deer meat is good. It's some really good venison. <laughs> Check out uh, Message Board Genius's podcast. They dive into the places that no one wants to go, especially this time of year. Because oh my god, we have a YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. I got some we're, some stuff we're working on for the off season. We're gonna make that a little bigger and make it a bigger part of our thing, so that if Twitter continues to light itself on fire. We at least have another place to go. Uh, our Instagram too. So oh yes, our Instagram, our Instagram and that. our and our Blue Sky and our. I keep trying to see if I can get a VK.com account. <laughs> Pickle, are you still handling too. our? Are you still handling our TikTok? No, that's Joey's responsibility. I'm too old for TikTok. Okay. Yeah, we have, uh-huh. okay. We have a subreddit too. It's. it's I'm gonna. Small. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Can I do the TikTok dances? Are there dance memes I can do? How do you do, fellow kids? Yes. Hey, kids. I'm, a, I'm an almost 40-year-old on TikTok. Sorry, I'll, I'll make sure you're not drinking next time I say things like that. Jordan, the middle age is calling. No, it's it's great. I'm going to... Look me. I'm I'm on fleek. I'm doing a dance. Jordan's midlife crisis is getting a TikTok. Uh, oh, maybe hey, we can bring back Leet. Hey, you're currently on my midlife crisis, okay? <laughs> you're, you're along for the fucking ride of all three of our midlife crises. Woo-hoo! I'm just going to call this your quarter life, your quarter life crisis and just mark it down. Yeah. This is your quarter life crisis. You're doing very well. Also, our Substack, We have our synopses recaps every week and some special stuff on there. And lastly, as always, Home Field Apparel is where we get our comfiest and coziest clothes. Right now, I'm wearing my Black Friday purchase, which is my Tulane hoodie. And it's so soft. And it looks great. I'm also wearing Tulane joggers. I am more Tulane than man at this point. If it's your first time customer, use our offer code. Yes. Ha ha ha. Yes. That's three ha's for 15% off your first order. But we are going to have, they have, they're having a cyber Monday sale again. And never mind. You're not going to hear this, but it's how we, well, no, no, I think there's a special extension of the cyber Monday. Okay. Well, there we go. Um, so it may still be there. Use our link, use our link. You got to use the link, use the link and then type in, Cyber Monday, the code Cyber Monday, uh, and then you'll get 
you know, the discount and everything like that. And then we get, you know, some sweet kickback money. Yes. Off of you using our link because we are sickos influencers. Sicko influencers. There we go. Sicko influencers. We roll back to Friday, Saturday. I meant Saturday. Linear time, as always, was a mistake. Is a mistake. True. Uh, Rice 24, FAU 21. Rice is bowl eligible. And how did they celebrate it? They posted a bowl of rice. That's right. Bowl eligible. And then they posted the picture of, like, we are the one true owl. Oh, yeah. Because they, but here's the thing that no one, neither FAU or Rice played Temple, I believe. So really, UTSA beat all three. And they're claiming to be the one true owl as a roadrunner. But I don't know that, I mean, if a roadrunner wants to be an owl, I really can't say anything. Okay, you be you, roadrunner. Tulsa 29, East Carolina 27. You want to talk about like a non-consequential game that was a lot of fun? This game had no stakes. This game had nothing to like two teams that were never going to be bowl eligible. Two teams that had so many problems all season long. But this game ended up being super close. The Hurricanes beat the Pirates. That feels correct historically. Yeah. That was this this quad box, man, would not let me stay on this game. This is your this is your kept, Apple TV quad box. So it's the Apple TV quad box through like the ESPN app there. So I can only get like ESPN plus games there. So are like ESPN like normal, you know, two you ESPN three games, stuff like that. For some odd reason, this would not let me stay on this game. And I, I had to keep fighting to put this game on because the first half was was twenty four twenty. Uh, and then I could not get this game back on. And then there was really not many points in the second half. <laughs> And, and Tulsa uh, won it on a walk-off field goal. I, I really, really enjoyed this game. The the Hurricane slowly, slowly defeated the Pirates. This was a this was a slow-moving Hurricane. Let's it was. It here. was. Syracuse thirty-five, Wake thirty-one. Syracuse is bowl eligible, baby. On yeah. this DW. Nunzio. Nunzio Cabanini. Also, also, I have to I have to roll back now that we're doing Italian stereotypes. Our boy, uh, Tulane, Tulane kicker, Valentino Ambrosio, is absolutely killing it for Tulane. And the best part is I went to his account and the picture, the, the, the cheaply photoshopped picture we made of the wave with the pinchy hand is his yeah. pinned tweet. Yeah. Beautiful. From Master's like uh, Cotton Bowl. From him making the extra point to give Tulane the one point lead. It's, uh, it's so and, to, and to win the Cotton Bowl, essentially. Uh, it, it, that's his pin tweet. He actually reached out to us on Instagram. Oh, cool! Awesome. And he was like, he was like, "Can you make this as like a shirt for us?" I'm like, "Yeah, if you can use it, you know, go right ahead and sell it as merch." And then he asked like the Tulane people. They were like, "No, I can't use the Tulane logo as Lame. my own merch." So I was like, so I, was like I, "I can get Jordan to make something," and I, I never asked Jordan until now. <laughs> Whatever. That's just, this is why we're the, this is why we're a business, folks. The that's best right, business ever. We're in, we're in the business to, to make money here. I actually and, I actually had a moment where I was like, we need to have like like after bowl season's over, we should just have like a sit down and be like, what are we going to do this year? Yeah, like an I, actual meeting. We're going to talk about monetization. Yep, this is this is where we hit our we hit our sellout phase, kids. <laughs> we need a we need a meeting. This <laughs> is the meeting. Yeah, this is, this is, is the meeting. Welcome to the meeting. <laughs> Welcome to the meeting. It's content. We, our, we do need to have meeting. a meeting, but I'm going to tell the story about puddles and the jet mm. ski. So 
Oh. Well, it can't be content then. There we go. I mean, all, all of our listeners canonically are on the committee. So, I mean, basically by listening to the podcast, you're joining the meeting. You're responsible for taking notes, by the way. I'm I'm hoping right. someone would do yeah. that. So. Ben, this, ben, ben does that for us. Thank this is our quarterly earnings report. So yeah. I hope you're all writing this down. I can't wait until guys, we start doing this on freeconferencecall.com. If you want to know how bad badly my fraternity's uh, meetings and notes were, uh, I was the recorder for oh, our, no. our meetings. Oh, no. I was in charge of it. Who did that? I was I was in charge of all correspondence with National. Did you did you communicate by carrier pigeon? Oh, hold on, hold on. Did you communication by carrier pigeon? <laughs> no, they, when, they, when National Guy came by, they were like, "You should send like a, a, a flowers and a cake to your sister sorority when they celebrate their national whatever." I was like, I can't keep track of when my birthday is. Do you really think I'm going to be like on this day? We're going to send flowers to our sister sorority. Nope. They didn't like us anyways. UAB at North Texas. Did did anyone actually watch this game? No. Because this was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was 42-42 until North Texas kicked the walk-off field goal. Two teams with no defense just wailing on each other for 60 minutes. It was beautiful. I had this like in I was I had to I was at make my own quad box on my on my desktop screen. And this was just Every time I look down, more points, more points, more points, done, done, done. It was great. Exactly what I wanted. No one was going to make a bowl game off this. It didn't matter. It was fun. Old Dominion 25, Georgia State 24. A last-second Old Dominion win, and Georgia State blows a 21-0 lead. I, Georgia State, I'm sorry I said anything nice about y'all, because apparently you only work off spite. Georgia State opened the season 6-1. They're yeah. on a five-game slide. Still they got the bowl eligibility and were just like, fuck it, done. They pulled the Rutgers. Oh, I... They came what they did. What they, they did what they need. They decided they, that they needed to do. They did Sorry. They did a, a shit season instead of a shit game. They got their, I mean, they yeah, got their they, wins and they were done. Who was that a couple years ago? That was Baylor? No, Baylor did the reverse. Baylor started 0-6 and made a bowl. Was it Maryland? I think one year that started six. No, was Baylor the did the six and zero. Okay, Baylor yeah. did the shit season. Okay, yeah, we're okay. We're we're officially gonna call that a shit season where you do the six and zero and the zero and six. Very close. Syracuse almost did that last year. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, I remember that. Almost did that last year. They were six and zero, dropped the six and five, and then they won the last game uh, inexplicably, which was uh, I think that was against VC, but I, I can't remember for sure. San Jose State thirty-seven, UNLV thirty-one. San Jose State beats UNLV. And gets held out of the conference title game because the computers don't like them enough. That's some bullshit. That's that's every rough. Time, that's rough, y'all. Every time we bring up these Mountain West computers, I just think of Femputer from <laughs> Futurama. I'm thinking of like the timekeepers from Loki. Mm. <laughs> Same idea, yes. You're, you're a little bit like well, you know. I haven't watched like any new TV because I got two kids and yeah, yeah. I don't oh, yeah. have the. The only time I get the TV is to watch college football. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like I, I mean, maybe I'll watch some like Futurama reruns or something. Is this like Stardew Valley, and they just didn't bring the computer enough like yummy pastries or whatever, so it won't talk to them? Yeah, yeah, you didn't, you didn't. Wait, hold up, am I using this right? You didn't riz up the computer enough. Is that the word the kids use? They rizzed up the computer. 
I believe it is Rizid. <laughs> oh, yes. It is Rizid indeed. <laughs> he is Rizid. Hold up. Okay, Gen Z, I got your Easter sermon right here. <laughs> listener, Price is Rizid. L- listener, I just want you to know that Jordan pulled a folding chair out of nowhere and is currently sitting on it backwards. <laughs> hey, kids. Let's talk about let's talk about how Jesus rizzed up. Let's, talk about how Jesus rizzed up his flock. Let, let's talk about the resurrection of Christ. <laughs> the resurrection. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, this is it's this Easter sermon is going to be great. The resurrection. <laughs> I don't know how much longer I can do this. Well, we get we get to at least explain the joke now. Okay, okay, Only an okay. hour and fifteen minutes into the show, Louisiana, Louisiana fifty-two, ULM twenty-one. Terry so is gone. We finally get the explanation. And why are you doing this awful running joke, Commission? Okay, so uh, the 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 bet. If you listen to the previous podcast, I had to do the Cajun man voice all this podcast, uh, and apparently I had to sing the Cajuns fight song. Um, I, I'm trying to find lyrics. Uh, it's really not too long, but it just says, Fight on Cajuns, fight on to victory for the red and white. We will sing of triumph and glory for our team tonight. You will hear the rage of the Cajuns. So let's give uh, a yell. Hustle up and bustle up and <laughs> sorry? fight on to victory. Bustle up? Bustle yes. up. That's right. Please gather your please gather your skirts in such a way that they don't that the hem doesn't drag in the dirt. That's right. And it makes your ass look really up. fat. That's mm-hmm. right. Fight on to victory. Go U L and it's spelled G A U X, of course. Go U L. So yeah. Uh the, yeah, uh, it, the it, it was not Lafayette, close. Louisiana, University of Louisiana, Raging Cajuns at Lafayette. Hold that up. was your tweet. Everybody thought it was me. No, that was entirely me. That was that was that was me. That was entirely me talking shit. Hold up, I got some more titles for this school. Give me a second. I got I got to find it. The Southwestern Louisiana Industrial Institute, Southwestern Indiana Louisiana Industrial Institute of Liberal and Technical Learning, University of Southwestern Louisiana at Lafayette, whatever you want to call it, the Raging Cajuns of Acadia. They win. They go to a bowl. ULM goes 10 and 2, 2 and 10, 10 and 2. ULM goes 2 and 10, and 0 and 8 in the Sun Belt, and Terry Bowden is gone. Although, now that Bunky Perkins made the joke about the, what was burning in uh, the smoke in Monroe being the paper mill, uh, I am going to Photoshop a picture of whenever ULM picks their next coach, white smoke coming out of the paper mill. Um, yes. That's West Monroe, by the way, but still, you can still smell it on campus if the wind blows the right way. The first time I smelled it, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and they were like, and then like nobody could figure it out because all the freshmen were like, what the hell, man? And then I was like, I can't make it stop. I don't know what the smell is. And then it was the paper mill. I'm like, oh, God, let's hope the wind doesn't blow. I think it's easterly wind. Is it when we get it? Yeah. It was very bad. It was very, very bad. Yeah, uh, folks, if you've never smelled a paper mill before, it is. Oh. It's not it's not quite as bad as living downwind from like an industrial farm, but it's real close. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It is it is very, very, very bad. Shout uh, out to Southern Blair County where you can experience both. Also long stretches of Interstate ninety five in South Carolina. Or all of North Jersey, either way. Mm-hmm. I think North Jersey just smells like that. Uh Beth, I'm gonna have to say something nice about Arkansas about Marshall, so you just just know it's gonna happen. <laughs> Marshall 35, Arkansas State 21. 
I'm going to say a weird sentence here. Marshall stopped the offensive powerhouse of Arkansas State. New sentence. Like, I, I, I don't think anyone's ever said that before, so that's cool. Uh, Marshall well, did maybe, put out maybe, a very... Maybe in the... the... <laughs> maybe in the years where they had, you know, uh, Gus Malzahn, uh, you know, hmm. something like that. They, they had prolific offenses then, but yeah, we haven't said it for about a decade. Marshall put out a very weird statement from their director of athletics. This is a quote. Notwithstanding today's result, the entire season has not met the expectations we have for a football program. At Marshall, we, are, we honor our agreements, our commitments, and we strive to meet and exceed our stated goals. Obviously, we all know that we have work to do. Coach Huff is committed to do the, that work, and we will support cha- the changes he has made and will continue to make. We are confident that together we can bring, bring back championship-level football with Coach Huff as our head coach. Mm-mm. What does that mean? Oh, no. The, it means they fired Clint Trickett this morning. That's what it means. Okay. It it also means, generally speaking, the public vote of confidence is a bad sign broadly, um, it means he's on the hot seat next season and is probably going to get canned. Same thing with the Sam Pittman, mm-hmm. right? Out West, Arizona 59, Arizona State 23. It was revenge match for 70 to 7. Arizona put the pedal down. Now, they pulled some folks in the last quarter. They weren't playing all the way down like I thought they were going to. Yes. This was revenge from 70 to 7. And got- Arizona State fans, the minute they saw it going this way, were like, I'm, I am done with this. I do not need to see any more of this. Uh, Arizona definitely got some retro bruchon. <sighs> I'm going to try that again. Take another take. Did a clean take it. Take it. Yeah. Take. Retro bruchon. There we go. No, there I couldn't do it. Arthur, okay. use that one instead. Use that take instead, Arthur. Okay. <laughs> Just shaking uh, you got You got me going here. You got me doing a little repetition. Yeah. I mean, this was... Jedfish is wonderful. This this Arizona team's fucking firing on all cylinders. Pac-12 South Arizona. champions, Arizona. Uh, yeah, and uh, hang the banner. Who the fuck's going to tell you no? As as the Shutdown Fullcast said many years ago at this point, uh, people do it because they want to. And mm-hmm. if you just hang it, who the fuck's going to tell you anything? Claim titles, hang the banners, fuck it. BYU... Oklahoma State. BYU, you were so close. Shout like Oklahoma State looks so bad. Shout out to the to our, our committee member that's been on the podcast. I think the last time he was on, uh, he did the uh the one nine hundred haha yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. That was so good. It was so good. Uh but yeah, definitely there's one play in this game that Hold I, I'm, I looking, don't, I'm finding you're it. looking for it? Okay. <laughs> Just the, hurd- the hurdle, right? The hurdle, yeah, the hurdle. It just, I asked for this video. I was like, I have to watch it. I want to see like an end zone shot of this hurdle, but you can play it for uh, Pit Girl and, and Beth because it is uh, phenomenal. I, this hurdle. I have is, watched is this so, awesome. so many times, and I, I, I'm not going to cackle laugh right now because I've seen it too many times. Yeah, well, I probably I, still will. I promise you. Oh my God. Okay, here we this go. So great. Oh, this is a fake punt. Fake punt. Good pass. Hurdle him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he just goes balls first into some dude's head. 
He didn't mean to try to hurt. Like, oh my god! He could have just run around him. There was side, either side. There was space. He was like, "No, I'm gonna hurt him." And that's a defensive end trying to hurt him. We converted the fake punt. I can fight God. I can fly. And just there is. It reminds me of like this is. I've seen enough anime in my time. Like this, this would be some young woman in a skirt going like landing face first on a young, fresh faced protagonist male. Like that's what this would be. But this is like the yai, the yai, how you say it? Y A O I, yoi, whatever you say. This is like the gay fanfic version of that. (laughs) Okay. Where one football player just lands like falls first on the other and then they fall in love or something. I don't please, know. Someone someone set this to dirty dancing music. Please. <laughs> it's so good. I can fight God. Nope. Cause in his head you know what he saw. You know Nobody what he put. saw. Oh just mm-hmm. I'm gonna leap I am ten feet my tall. Oh I'm I'm gonna do that. And and the defender was just like he's not actually gonna do that. I'm standing up. He knows he can't clear me, right? Nobody puts BYU in a corner. <laughs> no, that's more of a liberty thing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I had the time of my life. And I owe it all to you and you. Oh my god. <laughs> This game goes to overtime. Oklahoma State pulls this shit out of their ass. I don't know how Oklahoma State made it this way. Like, they just, their running back, like Gordon, was just, he scored all their touchdowns. It it was just, Oklahoma State should have been dead and buried multiple times in this game. Oh, they they were dead and buried. It was like a zombie. I don't don't know what it is. 24 to 6 going into half? I, I have no idea how they. They pulled this off. They pulled this comeback. I have no idea what what they did, and that's the only thing I, that you know scares me. If like Texas gets out to a big lead, like you just can't kill Oklahoma State, like unless you're South Alabama or something. Uh, but really, I don't. I really don't know what to expect in the Big Twelve title game. It, it's it's insane. And then the 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 game winning play in OT, yeah, which was it was like a crossing route. He makes the tackle, and then he strips the ball from the tight end while the tight end's, like, falling over forward, and the leg was still – I don't even know how. Did, did he get in the end zone? Yeah, it was – I was – I, I no, no end zone there. This was the game-winning The key was that the defender was underneath the ball yeah. carrier he was stripping the ball from. Yeah. So he went down because the, the, the football, the defender was in the way. <laughs> That's – Really, what, it, what like, it came down to? It was to. just an amazing, um, an amazing play for them to win the game because I thought BYU was going to do this. I thought BYU was going to get to bowl eligibility. Uh, I'm sure our, our friend uh, Mike, driving all the way from Tulsa, was was he he was like, I'm gonna I'm expecting to get blown out, but I'm just here to have fun. See, I, I kind of felt I kind of felt the opposite when I was watching this game that I thought. It it kind of reminded me of like you know if you watch pro wrestling like where you know it's scripted you'll be like okay like I can see like what they're doing but obviously like the match can't is not going to end in this way right because like this is what we need to have happen 
It just can't and, go there. The plot can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like all the time Oklahoma State was kind of like on the ropes. It, it, it felt like, like if you're watching pro wrestling and it's like, okay, like, you know, they're going to have to kick out of the pin because the match can't end like this. Right. Like, that's kind of how, how it felt to me just the whole time. Like, yeah, BYU was doing some stuff, but they were doing just enough to not win. And, you know, that, when you're a big underdog and you're going for the upset, that is something, you know, you're going to come up short if, if you just can't do that last thing to win. And consistently throughout the game, they, you know, they had opportunities here or there. They just never were able to actually kill, right? <laughs> like it was, it was just, it was, it's like, you know, like one of those, or like an action movie where it's like, you know, well, yeah, like, you beat up the main character, but you didn't kill he's him. Mm -hmm. No. Nope. And and if we know anything about Pistol Pete, you got to make sure he's dead. You got to make sure Pistol Pete's dead. And make sure you don't run out of ammunition. Uh, App State beats Georgia Southern in their rivalry game 55 to 27. Oh App State will be the Sunbelt East. Sunbelt East. Uh, Maryland 42, Rutgers 24. Rutgers got palindromed by Maryland. Happens to the best of us. Palindrome to Maryland? Yeah, it happens to all of us. Palindromed by that's, November, Maryland. That's that's the rough. Ooh. That's rough, buddy. Also, this means that uh, uh, Tagovailoa becomes the Big Ten passing leader of all time, I believe. Nope. No? Nope. What was it then? It's Drew Brees. They had it wrong. That feels right. That feel by, right. By, by yards or what? No. They said they made history, but like Breeze has more yards. I, I don't, I'm not seeing that. I, uh, some, some Purdue fan tweeted that and, and it shows that the Big Ted, I don't know if it's just like regular season or something. Because, because, because what I'm seeing here is that I see Talia Tagovailoa, I see Purdue's Curtis Painter from 05 yeah. to 08. Then Adam Weber at Minnesota, and then Purdue. This just reminds you that the Big Ten was not playing actual offense for like a I decade mean, until everyone's caught up. Still aren't in a lot of places, I, but apparently Maryland. So I don't know if this is is just if it's just like regular season and they don't factor in like bowl yardage. Oh, there's because there's a lot. There's a ton of places where there's weird stats about whether or not to count bowl games. It also could be just counting like Big Ten conference games. There are a lot of ways to claim a record. Yeah. So this, from what I see, it's just something that I mean, somebody like a Purdue fan was just like, it's not Curtis Painter. Drew Brees has nearly, um, like here it is. I, I found the tweet. So. Uh, uh, let me throw it in the chat real quick. Yeah, Drew Brees still has like 800 more yards than the Maryland QB, Tagovailoa. So if you look at the career passing, it says Brees has 11,792 passing, but I don't know if it's some weird something. It says like the Big Ten uh, all-time passing leader. I don't know what it is. But like Breeze has more than Painter, but then you look at Sport Reference, and then it says Breeze is like fourth behind like somebody behind Adam Weber from Minnesota. So I don't, I don't know how they're 
Who knows? Uh, okay, we're so just it says look, it says an asterisk after a player's name indicates bowl stats are included. So Tagovailoa's bowl games are n- included. Breeze's are not. Mm. So, um, so there's a little dispute there, but I want to give a shout out to Breeze, and it's not because I'm a Saints fan, but uh, Purdue. You know, just want to make sure the Purdue folks are represented. So. Uh- Virginia Tech absolutely obliterates Virginia in the Territorial uh, Cup. This was not fun. Oh, Commonwealth, 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 Commonwealth. Cup. That's right. Mm. This was, this not, was not fun for no. Virginia at all. Uh, Virginia Tech, I mean, 5-3 and three in the ACC, 6-6, six and six, signs of life. Like, if Nebraska could have done this, the 6-6, six and six, I feel better about the direction of the program. Like, Nebraska, like... It's it's amazing like what better. six and six makes you feel like mentally. Yeah. It makes you that feel better. One more, like it, if they could have just got over the hump, but then for Virginia Tech, it's like okay, this is good compared to last year. They they have an identity, a good coaching, and they just they took it like Virginia did not have any spiciness whatsoever. They didn't even score until the second half. Did you guys see the the absolute spite fest? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Virginia got the last laugh here. Oh, they did. Go for it, Pickle. So Virginia Tech, Brett Pry took the Virginia Tech team back out on the field after the game to take a picture. Virginia grounds crew turned the sprinklers on. That's right. That's classic. That's the classic move. Wisconsin 28, Minnesota 14. Wisconsin knocks Minnesota out of their bowl game hopes. Ha ha, but Uh not quite. The Golden Gophers have the last laugh. That's right. Because Colorado State got them back in. We'll talk about that in a second. Apple yeah, that Cup. was good. Dude, I, I love like the Wisconsin the run for the axe. Oh yes. It's it's the it's so awesome every single time. Uh apparently when, when, there was a part of a video I didn't get because like PJ Fleck was trying to sing and then the Wisconsin people stopped celebrating for like a little bit to let him sing. Uh but I didn't get a video of that. Somebody was saying, get the video. I was like, I can't I can't find it. Nobody got that. But uh, them running to get the axe, I love it. Like, just run. They always run to go get the axe, and then they're just celebrating this giant axe. A like real, a real goddamn axe. A real axe. I love it. It's 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 my it's one of my favorite celebrations. <laughs> Apple Cup bullshit. Washington 24, Ooh. Wazoo 21. So close, Wazoo. You almost did it, and you made it hurt for Washington. You made Michael Penix look human. They hunted his ass like the whole game. Nothing was comfortable. Nothing felt good. Washington survives this. Yeah, they, they, had undefeated. A, uh, they had an amazing play call that, that really it was, it was, it seemed like it was, it was an, it was an option. And then it was just a great misdirection. It was great. Oh, and, it was beautiful. And, and they, they picked up the first down and then the kid makes the kick to win the game. And then they give him the scholarship, and then my demented brain goes like, "If he missed it, he wouldn't have got a scholarship." Executed, like, like, it's just like execution on the spot. Uh, and, but and to the Huskies, <laughs> Dubs Dubs eats him. That's it. Ten win New Mexico State. New Mexico State Ooh. twenty. Jacksonville State seventeen. I. <clears throat> the best part was there's a video of. Mexico State singing the song in the locker room. Everyone's dancing. And Jerry Kill's there just smoking a cigar. Life is fucking amazing. So one of our followers posts, takes a picture and goes, at first I was like, who's the fucking old guy in the room? Then I realized it was Jerry Kill. 
this like New Mexico State's having the season of the literal decades. This if if they win a bowl game, this might replace the 1960 season. Unironically, Jerry Kill coach of the year. Um like, I, th- like wobble baby. Not even close. Like wobble on. We'll buy a keg of booze and then we'll drink it till we wobble in our shoes. That's right. I mean, apparently Somebody said that's some sort of California drinking song, but uh, it, whatever. It's, it's based on an older drinking song, but yeah. I mean, but uh, like, like Georgia Tech's fight song is a song that we used to use as a drinking song at Dartmouth, too. Like, everyone has that version like, of the everybody song. Everybody has, like, some sort of, like, similar song back in the past. It was all, like, shared tunes or whatever. That's so everyone, if, if you move 30 minutes down the road, you could use the same song and no one would fucking knew you were using it. Yes. How many people use that tiger mascot? Well, is, For God's sake, that, that was, like, one of my favorite. On Wisconsin? It seems that way. I think you mean on Altoona. <laughs> hey, hey, Beth, I need you to stop me real fast because I had a moment where I was like, off-season project, we should call as many high schools as we can figure out and see whose fight songs are uh, Big Ten fight songs. Yep, that's the face. Yep, exactly right. Jordan, cool. Jordan, there are 500 school districts in Pennsylvania alone. Oh, we I ballparked at least 25,000 high schools. And then to figure out which ones have a band. And then figure out which ones band directors would know that their songs were actually based on other ones. Because a lot of them probably wouldn't even know it if they didn't know the song. It's like, what would you have to do to call this? Hey, can I speak to the band director at the school? Yeah, I've done that. I've cold called band directors a thousand times. Cold calling band directors. Hey. Yeah. And calling then be like, the band directors. Hey, 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 band director. I got a question. <laughs> I need to know if your fight song is Almost Canson. Almost Canson. Oh my god! Uh, we're gonna lose all the podcast this is, listeners. Yeah, like this is. I'm sorry, I lost the bet. I lost the bet. All right. This is our new incredibly ill-advised potato chip ratio. Oh yeah, Can no, this is blame? like if you if you thought the potato chip ratio was a bad idea. This is so much. This is worse, this is uncatalogable. This is so this is much unknowable. Worse. This is if I if I went to a PhD advisor and like him with this idea, they would tell me to just like to do it in like the county, and that would take mm-hmm. me a year. This is an awful idea. I'm like, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something though. Cause I need to know how I need to find as many schools as possible that use on Wisconsin. <laughs> James Madison took, worked through some things, guys, James Madison, 56 coastal 14. James Madison worked through some things and just ran through coastal at home. Sorry. At coastal. By, I mean, Florida state 24, Florida 15 heartbreaker, Florida. <laughs> You almost did it. This game was so dumb, and I only watched you, half of it, and it was so dumb. It was, it was, it was exactly what you want this game to be. Florida State, the better team in almost every way, about fucked it up. I missed the guy who got ejected for spitting. Yeah, that was classic, classic Florida, Florida State game in the swamp. It was loud. It was just no one was having a good day. Florida on their second or third quarterback. Florida State on their second or third quarterback. Second and third you know, quarterback. And 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 we're back to this thing again where the college football playoff committee theoretically takes injuries into account when they pick their rankings. So you don't have your star player. Ta-da. The backup was more than serviceable. The only reason Florida State played the um the third and again, I only watched like half of this game. Um, yeah, yeah. But the only reason the third stringer even got uh, time is because he the um, the backup got like targeted and had to go out, and then everybody thought he was not going to be able to come back in, and then he came back in anyway. So, 
just this was this was a perfect example of like Florida fans. Yes, they were annoyed that they lost this, but they were happy that they made it gross. Like if you're not going to be great, make sure your rival has absolute hell. The Swan, the Requiem for the Pac-12 Network was Notre Dame 56, Stanford 23. Just an absolute mauling of Stanford. It was it was always going to be this way. I'm sad that this game wasn't more competitive just for the enjoyable internet schadenfreude of having a bunch of Notre Dame fans try to figure out why they can't watch whatever is happening. Well, that was already the problem is that people were a lot of people I saw on on, on Twitter were like, you know, here's, you know, go to go to those websites where you just get a stream. It's okay. And Notre Dame's like, no, I want to pay for this. Just tell me where I can put my money and pay for this game. <laughs> and we're just like, that does it like, like literally cannot do that, guys. This is like something that your money cannot solve. Hey, AM, something money cannot solve. You know, these things happen. The only thing that money cannot solve. Texas State 52, South Alabama 44. Remember when South Alabama beat Oklahoma State? That was a weird time. We're going to look back and that's going to be a weird one. This was the game that uh, our friend Jay Arnold was at, by the way, and he had a great time in San Marcos. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm glad I did not go to West Virginia 34, Baylor 31, because, because it was raining so hard the entire game, and I would have been so miserable. And having I to would've... stare at those two fucking uniforms the whole game, I couldn't do it. I, I looked at hotels, yeah. and I'm I'm there to the booking page. And and I'm booking this. I'm I my wife is down. Let's go. Let's get out the house. Let's go. Let's do it. Then like the last moment, we're like, ah, let's check the weather. See what the weather's look like. And it's like it just rain. The whole drive would have been raining for three hours up, and then the game was just rain, just like, torrential okay, downpour. No, and then I was like, I still was like, I was holding out hope, whatever. And then like two thirty a.m. Saturday morning, the baby's sick fever and i'm like oh, i wouldn't have been able to make it anyway so we just didn't do it i wanted to go it was a great game like my 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 six-year-old would have enjoyed it it was a fantastic game fun to watch as a neutral of course uh baylor fans probably just hate themselves so much uh i think i i they they're just like i, I knew this was gonna happen and then west virginia fans are like hey we we beat somebody that does not have a winning record that's what we do mm-hmm. yeah that's the west virginia way Eight, so we eight, knew how to do. eight and four West Virginia. That's eight and that's and that's feeling real Alamo Bowly. No, maybe maybe oh, a little too high. God. Maybe a little too high. Alamo Bowly. I I really would love West Virginia, like in the Alamo Bowl. I, just, I don't think I think I think that's I think that's gonna be like Oklahoma. Oh, I think it's gonna be like Oklahoma. Yeah. I I hope not, but we'll, they'll, we'll they'll, they'll they'll take Oklahoma over West Virginia. Oh, guaranteed they'll take Oklahoma if they have over. a chance to. Yeah, I think I think maybe if it was like nine and three West Virginia. Or like they maybe like, would have got to like like yeah no idea how we could have managed that no idea impossible they say South Florida forty eight Charlotte fourteen bowl eligibles bulls bulls bowl eligibles bowl eligibles South Florida fans going crazy on this I look look I beveled their logo because it's been since like two thousand eighteen yeah That's five years that's five years you get a bevel. Uh, five years, you get a bevel for making a bowl game in five years. That's that's my arbitrary rule. I don't know if I followed it or not. Whatever. Whatever. Fuck uh, it. I just, it's, you know, it's a rule that I made up on like Saturday because of like 
they made a bowl. Like, Syracuse hadn't made a bowl since 2018. I was like, well, actually, Syracuse was in the pinstripe bowl last year. And they're like, oh, I, I totally memory hold that. I was like, well, I have not. Uh, <laughs> I had to issue a correction. But, you know, really, and, and like, this, this was amazing. I was like, I didn't want to, like, bevel until, like, maybe – four minutes left in the game. Oh yeah. No. Cause, cause I was just like, I was like, I'm not jinxing South Florida at all. Uh, and, and Charlotte didn't score anything in the fourth quarter. So you're good. Bowl eligible. Shout out to the South Florida fans. It, like basically trying, crying tears of joy in our mentions. Just so happy. I was like, I can't believe it. Sickos. Thank you for sticking with us throughout this time. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, congrats on making it to the other side. Uh, you know, again, now don't let the expectations get too get too high anymore. Okay, take it easy, enjoy what you got. Okay, get some rest and relaxation before That's your right, game. In the bowl game. That's right. We take great expectations, but we set it maybe, in New Orleans. Maybe they can go to the bowl game in Boca Raton. <laughs> I, I I was trying to get the first stands the first paragraph of great expectations in my head. I can't quite get it enough to do it. Finally, uh, Clemson beat South Carolina in just a really gross game. This ended up being sixteen seven. Yeah. Right. This is just the absolute like assiest the way this game goes. There was Clemson wins the Palmetto Cup bowl. It was like sixteen seven, and I was like, I don't, I don't think South Carolina's got any juice. No, nothing, nothing left at that point. And it just, they just, they just couldn't do anything. Carol- Clemson's South- defense mean. South Carolina like, scored that seven in the first quarter, by the way, and then just nothing. Just stopped. Yeah, that was it. Okay, most fun game of the 7 p.m. one. Oh, my God, yes. Farmageddon in the snow. Hold Iowa on, State 42. Go. One second. Farmageddon. Iowa State 42, Kansas State 35. Okay, Iowa State at some point, I, I got to double check. Was it the whole game that they had no drive longer than four plays? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they would be short run, short run, short run, run for 82 yards touchdown mm-hmm. every single time. This happened over and over and over. And it was driving snow. Here we go. I love yeah. Iowa State's scoring plays. Here read we go. It, please. I'm just going to read them. Iowa State, 71 yard touchdown. That was the beginning of the game. Basically, their opening drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, many, how, many plays, how many plays was that? Literally oh, the first play the of the game. Play. Essentially, yes. Hold on, let me get the play by play. Uh, yeah, one play, uh, <laughs> touchdown. It was it. First play of the game, seventy-one yard touchdown run. Uh, the next drive for for Iowa State, by the way, was a fumble. Uh, <laughs> then they punted. Then two plays, touchdown, eighty-one yard touchdown, seventy-seven yards. Uh, punt, punt, end of half. They kneeled. Touchdown. Two plays, eighty-two yards. A 79-yard touchdown pass. The next drive that Iowa State got it, four plays, 72 yards. This was kind of a short drive. They only had a 60-yard uh, touchdown run there. <laughs> then the drive after that, they, they actually, four plays, 60 yards, a 33-yard touchdown. They're kind of slowing down. It's a little bit little bit slower uh, than, then, uh, you know, they had a touchdown drive, three plays, 76 yards. They lost some yardage on that drive and then threw an 82-yard touchdown pass. Yep. <laughs> Boom. Uh, and then they had a punt, and that was the end of the game. That was all their scoring plays. Yep. Yeah. Ridiculous. Iowa State just out here chucking up threes. 
just trucking out trees and making all of them. Just an entire game of me playing NCAA. Mm-hmm. Yep. I. What are you gonna do? You know. Oh, we're gonna gonna have these like short, you know, short running plays. Establish the run. I'll establish the run. Establish fucking quarterback sneak and just run that shit. Stop me. Also, the running back that did most of that is their third stringer. And uh, uh, guys, I think maybe you should have been starting him. Uh, let me get his name because it's going to be really important. Last name is Sama. Uh, Abu Sama. Abu Sama III. A, fr- a, fr- a freshman. freshman. Just so 276 yards on 16 attempts. <laughs> Three TDs. Average run was 17.3 yards. Fucking hell, guys. Yep. You know, you know, it's it's crazy. Like he he has seventy two carries, six hundred and ten yards, rushing, and six touchdowns on on the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in, in this game, basically almost half his year total. <laughs> it's just yep. crazy. Could just he was trucking dudes the whole time. It was, it was so great. awesome. This game. This game, game was awesome. Good. Yeah, this game was great. The other thing that was great about this is that like. Obviously, Iowa State is the attention grabber here, but like this game was 42 35, and K State oh, was yeah. like doing the K State thing where they just very slowly grind down the field and score, and then Iowa State would sprint back, and K State would get the ball back and go back down again and score, and Iowa State would sprint back. It was great. It was so much fun. I watched like all of this uh, game. Average number of plays per drive for Iowa, three. Average number of plays for K State per drive, Eight. Mm-hmm. That's all. That that's it. Like that's what you got to know. Do I was have, Kansas State's offense was on the field so fucking long. Do we have like how many plays Iowa State ran? Yeah, look, the time of possession, K State, forty-two minutes twelve seconds. Yep. Iowa State, <laughs> seventeen minutes forty-eight seconds. Yep. Iowa State had two turnovers. Also, it was it was beautiful and so much <laughs> snow and two different snow people. Amazing. Yes. Mish, I have to give you credit for this one. We have nine and three NC State. NC State wins over North Carolina 39-20. Nine and three NC State, but you know what? Next year will be three and nine because the world has to go back to six and six. Water finds a level. Don't give me that look. NC State is eternally destined to be eight and four. I, I the universe I found a, a variance this year. Oh. But three and nine NC State with Dave Doran just seems like impossible to me in ways that I find difficult to explain. They are five fourteen overall lifetime. Yeah, they're they they've got to slide back towards the five hundred mark. Uh, this was uh, Mac Brown getting the fuck out of there. He was so angry, so bad. His, his, his post game presser was just not happy. I mean, you gotta you gotta give a shout out to Commissioner Thomas. With an accurate prediction. I don't. I don't have to. Wyoming 42, Nevada 6. Wyoming gets their first away win of the game the season on the last game. They, they did it. They did. I, hey, you they know what? That Good was job, Wyoming. Da, 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 da. Seven home games this year. Seven home games as a G5 Mountain West team. That's really impressive. Good for them. Very impressive. That's what they, had, they, had, uh, they had tech come out there. Okay. This is where like I started my drive because... It was a late night. Commission had been just exhausted because of dealing with kids. So he goes, are you going to be up for the, the Hawaii test? I was like, I got it. I got the rest of the evening. So I sit I sit down. I, I pound one of these tumblers of iced coffee at about 930. Mm-hmm. There we go. So I watch Cal 33, UCLA 7. Mm. 
this UCLA team that absolutely fucking ran around SC last week, not there anymore. Done. They were checked out. And Cal was just ready to go. UCLA had like four turnovers in this game too. It was just, it was ugly. And then we get to the end of this game and it becomes like a mem- in memoriam for the Pac-12. There's long zoom-ins on the logo. They're talking about like, who's your Mount Rushmore of Pac-12? All these like emotional things. And someone described it because this was on ESPN. Someone described it as the murderer getting to have a eulogy at the funeral. <laughs> it's not quite true, but... I'll, I'll give like I'll give them credit. That's pretty what funny. What a great guy. I wonder who killed him. I, I can't. I, we're all just trying to figure out what happened here. So this. Only murderers in the building. The fact that the first season of that show is so fucking bassoon heavy made me so happy. And someone goes, are bassoonists really like that? Yes. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. This game ended on a clock error. The last Pac-12 regular season game in history ended on a clock hour. They had to add three seconds back on the clock to finish it. Pac-12 all-time clock commander. That's that's all you got to know. I'm just glad that Big Ten ACC matchups like this are going to be possible in the Duke's Mayo Bowl next year. No, it's an SEC Big Ten game. Sorry. Linear time may have been a mistake, but the Pac-12 is still trying to correct it. Mm-hmm. It is. It's beautiful. Thank you for your gonna service, Pac Twelve. Gonna miss you guys. It like the the like oh who's on your Mount Rushmore of Pac Twelve? Who's on you know who's your favorite Pac Twelve memories? Just tons of this stuff during the, the game. This game that and because they had time to do this because again UCLA did nothing. Like they were just you know Cal was dunking on them. Cal was like. Oh, is oh, Duke's Mayo, Arthur? Let me know the Duke's Mayo Bowl is ACC Big Ten and odd years. Yeah, so it's ACC SEC this year. Okay, but but next year we can have UCLA Cal in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Perfect, <laughs> perfect, fucking perfect. This makes Cal Bowl eligible. Cal has been hella fun. My first game in person this year was a Cal game at North Texas, and they've been a ton of fun. It was gorgeous. Another weird one that happened was San Diego State 33, Fresno State 18. What the fuck? What? Right? Fresno, Fresno is... On the slide. No, they they lost, like, QBs, and then they, yeah. they've they lost, like, a bunch of injuries. Their, their QB was back, but still not, like, 100%. And just, like, basically playing it out because the rest of their, their backup quarterbacks were hurt also. And San so Diego like, State is free from the shackles of Hoke now. Or at least that's right. They know they, that they see the sunlight coming in. So they can that's right. They, and they're, then, they're, they're done with the, the Brady Hoke Shawshank redemption. And then the last game of the season, Colorado State at Hawaii. Colorado State needed this for bowl eligibility. I watched this whole game. I was posting in the cha- I was posting on the Twitter timeline stuff from the Pac-12 uh, store that I could find that was fun including some like Mickey, like UCLA Mickey Mouse gear that they have and just a bunch of random shit I found. You can get a 2020 Pac-12 basketball tournament lanyard that's never used. <laughs> Stuff like that. Pac-12 basketball lanyard never used. <laughs> and then we have the game ending on a fire drill field goal by Hawaii. 
I don't know if they realized the clock was going. I don't because it, it, it clock... seemed like it seemed like they, he was tackled and he should have been out of bounds. Like it was close on the sideline. Yeah, but the clock kept going as soon as they but spotted like, the ball. Yeah, it was because it was the first down, then the clock stopped. So I guess they had to they had a little you know uh, pause there to to see if if they could you know spike it normally. And then they were just like, oh no, run everybody out of the field. Ah! And, and the snap goes off at like a tenth of a second before zero zero. Yeah. And like, if you watch the video on this, they're ba- they barely have time to get the net up behind the, <laughs> behind the field goal. And Hawaii wins it on a walk off. They get to yarder. It was a season long for the kid. Yeah. And the crowd goes nuts. It's great. The perfect way to fucking end the, end the season on the stupidest kind of play you've ever seen. Like just, just so much fun. Love you, Hawaii. Everyone. It was great because I started tweeting how crazy it was getting that last quarter. And, uh, cause Colorado state like came back on this one and all of a sudden people were like, what, where the fuck can I find this? Oh my God. How do I find this game? I, I'm sending links and being like, here's the Colorado state radio stream. They were super, the Colorado state radio stream was super salty too. It was, I mean, they, they just missed out on bowl eligibility because of that kick. They oh were, yeah. They were like, but before, before that, even they were like, this, this game is bullshit. These teams are, you know, this team or it was one, a lot of those, like this kid just got ejected for as far as my conduct, but people are patting him on the back. Why are they doing that? It was a lot of like, not, this is not the way we play games. It was great. Uh, so that's how the season ended. Not with a bang, but with a fucking screamer of a field goal. That feels right. I, mm-hmm. I, I do want to mention before we run out of time, the games that were FCS games in the Bayou Classic, Southern holds on to dear life to win 27-22 over Grambling. This was real close. Like, like Southern was way ahead, and then Grambling mm-hmm. clawed their way back, and Southern had to get a goal on stand for this one to go. Uh, other games we had, Sac State beats North Dakota in a game that was super pointsy. North Carolina Central had a great game against Richmond, but the Spiders just took off at the end and beat them. Leopards blew a huge lead at Lafayette. I mean, I posted this to you, Picker. I was like, they're up by 28. This is fucking sad. I set. was so excited. And then Delaware just came back it's, it's at them. 28-7, and then the Blue Hens just came back. Delaware took the lead at the last second, but I'm sorry. The Pards took the lead, and then Delaware hits a, a game winner. Yep. Field goal. 30, Triumphant chicken noises and Delaware for their for their for their love gets a CAA ma- rematch because they have to face Albany. Delaware, I would just like to take this moment to remind you that you are rightfully part of Pennsylvania. Are you guys claiming this claiming this win then? Yes, I uh, yeah because that's the end of Pennsylvania in the tournament. So yeah, Mercer gets their first playoff win in school history from their first playoff game in school history to beat Gardner Webb. That's right. Have Mercer. Southern Illinois, the, our fancy Salukis, wins 35-0 over Nichols. The Colonels hung in there. Uh, this I think is, Incarnate Word would have fared better. I'm going to guess uh, so but, too. but Nichols upset them, and they got the auto bid. UT Chattanooga beats Austin P with a 35-yard field goal. North Dakota State, oh, they they did some things to Drake. Drake scored first. That's right. It they was started. It, it was it was three it was three to zero at some point, and it yep. ended up being sixty six to three. Ouch. There was a bulldog shaped hole 
in Fargo. And then it was a ping when the emperors are better than the, or bigger than the dukes. Duquesne yep. loses to Youngstown State. Uh, the fun one is Mercer. Uh, let me make sure I'm right here. Mercer for having won their first playoff game in school history over Gardner Webb. It's great. Uh, their next game is at South Dakota State. Wah, wah, wah. So, Hooray. You know what, guys? Hey, it's been a great season. So shout, shout out, shout out, D3 playoff upset. Alma, oh, shit. Alma College upsetting the, Mount Union. Oh, shit. Yeah. In the act, like the playoff. Bruisers Mountain Union. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, weren't, they, they, weren't, they weren't supposed to win it all this year, but they have won dozens of titles in the last Many years. of them. Yeah. That was a big one. And, of course, our beloved Ore Diggers won their playoff game. Woo-hoo. They march on. Oh, they, they killed them. Uh, Grand Valley State beat. Beat our, our our beloved gorillas of Pitt State. That was Aww. yeah, Grand Valley State. It was close. It was real close. Yeah, they, Wait, I think twenty eight twenty one at the end. Uh, it's twenty four twenty one. Grand Valley State scored with like thirty. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, under a minute left. I couldn't remember exactly how it is. Uh, Slippery Rock upset Tiffin. So yes. Slippery Rock is still alive. Uh, so that the the fight in Okra went down unfortunately to uh, Valdosta State. And then yeah, D yeah, three crazy craziness. Just, just like, like Mount Union going down that early to Alma, like that is that's a shock. It's, it's hard. It's hard to. I know that a lot of folks that listen to us aren't like only get their D three college football knowledge from like the little bits that we know, and even we don't know a ton. But that is huge. Is it fair to say that it's like North Dakota State getting knocked out in the first round? Yes. Yes. Kinda. Very. In fact, it's significantly more dominant. Mount Union is Mount Union is an absolute powerhouse. The most powerhouse program in Ohio is not Ohio State. It's Mount Union by a lot. Uh, just to give you an idea, Mount Union has won 13 national titles, including 2017, 2015, 2012, 2008, 2006, 2005, 2002. Keep going back. Wow. Yeah. They are. Oh, yeah. They are. They are. They are big boys who do big things. We have finished week 13. We have finished the college football regular season minus Army and Navy. I keep having to say that because I know if I don't say it, someone's going to be like, um, actually. Yeah, well, actually. Army, Navy is in two. I, I fucking know that, okay? <laughs> I do this. Don't worry. We will assuredly preview Army, Navy nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two hours of preview. We have a whole show. <laughs> okay, folks. It's been a hell of a season. We got conference title games coming up. We got coaching carousels coming up. We got bowl announcements in a week and we'll do the rest of it. So y'all it's been fun mm-hmm. and we will talk to you on Thursday. And transmission. <laughs>